Welcome to episode 11, season three of Relevant Conversations for All. Today's episode is called Juneteenth. First of all, we're going to give ourselves a welcome back after taking a little break of doing some important business. Uh, My counterpart here just completed her master's in psychology, so shout out to that. (laughs) But uh, let us continue. Um, Juneteenth is the 19th of this month. Um, Some states are actually honoring it by giving workers off on Monday. And Juneteenth commemorates the events of June 19th, 1865, when the Union General Gordon Granger arrived in Galveston, Texas to inform the enslaved African-Americans that the Civil War had ended and they were free. Um, So this news came after uh, General Robert E. Lee's surrendering. And two years after President Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation, which you can go back to some of our earlier podcasts and and get our feedback on on that. Um, So long celebrated in African-American communities, particularly in the South, Juneteenth did not become a federal holiday until just 2021. And that was um, following a national reckoning on the race um, precipitated by the death of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey, and other Black Americans, as well as nationwide protests against police brutality. So here we are, and you and I were just talking about um, offline, how for Black Americans, it is a daily struggle. And while we may present that all is well in our world, um, people don't realize that every day we are faced with some level of discrimination. We have uh, changed our lives, morphed ourselves to speak a certain way, to walk a certain way, to present ourselves a certain way, um, simply so that it is not misinterpreted as being something else, particularly for Black males. But Black females feel that as well. Right. Um, we were talking about in, in typical work environments, you know, there are certain things that we cannot say that uh-huh. would certainly be acceptable or at least without consequence for people who are not of color. Yeah, Um, to to that point, um, in particular, if you experience something that's outrageous, you cannot respond in kind. Mm -hmm. Because certainly, even though someone uh, might have said or done something that is totally unacceptable, you are not allowed to respond in the same way or you'll end up being the one as a Black American in trouble for your response rather than that person for provoking such a response. Absolutely, absolutely. We are not allocated the same grace Right. As others are, you know, and we've seen this time and time again with black males in something that should be as routine as a traffic stop. 
Mm -hmm. Once those hands leave the wheel, it is assumed that you are going to do something to harm the person who is present. Um, But that same accusation is not in place for non-Black or non-people of color. Right. Um, and it, it, There's that grace, as I mentioned. There's no, um, and there's no reason to think that way, because as a Black American, we all understand, especially if it's just a routine traffic stop, mm-hmm. that if you hurt or kill a police officer or a white person, then it's going to, the justice system is not kind, right? right? So, And it's swift, not kind, and it's swift. So we we understand that, yes, shouldn't do that. So if we're reaching for something, if you ask us for identification, you know, like for instance, if I get pulled over, I always have my hands at 10 and two. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling officer every step along the way where I'm going why I'm going there what I'm retrieving um before I I move an inch you know yeah and I've been in the car with people of another tone a Mm -hmm. a white person and gotten pulled over and it's a totally different situation their hands could be flailing in the air they can be He's saying mm-hmm. outrageous stuff to the police officer and nothing happens. It's right. just like they'll wait there calmly for them to get their paperwork and stuff together and walk back to the car, check it, maybe write a ticket and everything is good. Right. And even possibly ask them if they like a beverage. Right. <laughs> Hot out you here. Know, Are you yeah. I mean, you know, we, we laugh about things like that, but it can be that blatant. And we've seen right. circumstances where it was in fact that blatant where, um, and we talked about this in an earlier podcast where in a non-human went into a church and, and shot everyone in that church and mm-hmm. was treated with Burger King. Yeah. So yeah, well, he was hungry. Yeah, because he was hungry. There you go. All that <laughs> murdering must have made you hungry. You must be right. starving. Want some extra fries? Yeah. You know, well, it's, it's horrible, it's you know, and, and we're not attempting to be disrespectful. Right. In that sense. But what we are pointing out is the level of disrespect that we engage in every single day. Right. Our lives are overtly displayed as not being worth the lives of someone who does not look like us and and that is a harsh reality yep Um, and it is something that i'm certain our generation will not move away from or be free of Mm -hmm. and um, we can only hope that generations that come after us will move away from that Um, yeah and i I think it will because our world is becoming more blended yeah and and it it, it takes it takes some time, right? Um, mm-hmm. But there are still people trying to stay, stand in the way of that progress. Of course. Um, and of course. To, your, to your point about Juneteenth, you know, um, one of the things outside of the fact 
that it took two years to inform <laughs> the, the people in Texas that, yeah, y'all are free now. Right, two we're, deliberate we're, years, two deliberate years. Were, mm-hmm. were they really free? Because they were like, hey, you know, you got to stay in the, in the house that you were living in. You have to still work the land <laughs> for, for your former owners. And as well, we don't stand for sloven, slovenliness. So mm-hmm. you're going to have to really work. We can't see you standing around or not doing anything. Yeah. So, yeah. but you know, even though they went there and said that, hey, you're free, the Juneteenth is not to mitigate the importance of the date, you know, of the notification. But, you know, they, they weren't at that point. And the 13th Amendment was the national law that actually freed everyone. Um, and that didn't happen until December 6th of the same year. So uh, June, Juneteenth, yeah, that was the farthest west state that they notified, but people had even traveled farther uh, west with their slaves and like uh, farther west and north, like Utah and, and mm-hmm. things like that. So the 13th Amendment was the thing that actually made slavery illegal in the right. eyes of the law. Right. Um, and well, go ahead. Well, I was just going to add something to what mm-hmm. you said, you had mentioned that. Um, that purpose delay and mm-hmm. um, informing these newly freed slaves that there were stipulations now in place right. for their right. freedom. And uh, while you were speaking that, I was thinking, well, perhaps that was just a means for um, allotting time to give birth to the system of incarceration known as the prison system today. It- Exactly. It was like the Union soldiers stayed in the South up until the late um, 1880s, early 1890s, mm-hmm. in order to keep order. In fact, there's a civil rights law of 1875 that was passed that is more comprehensive than the one that was passed in 1964. The mm-hmm. federal standard which said, hey, you have to not discriminate they have uh, all people, in, and this means Black people, should be treated the same in public uh, spaces. All of these cases, if someone brings a case against you for discrimination, mm-hmm. it would be tried in a federal court, not in a state court. It was struck down in 1883 <laughs> by the Supreme Court, eight to one, wow. to say, hey, um, racism as it exists in this country, does not uh, um, infringe on the 13th or the 14th Amendment. So we cannot outlaw racism, which was basically what the Civil Rights Act of 1875 did. Wow. Wow. And even that, as we mentioned also in the previous podcast, um, the 14th Amendment uh, did specifically exclude Native Americans that they referred to in the actual writing as Indians uh-huh. from having the right to have rights. Right. 
<laughs> right. That's another podcast that we can go on and on about. Um, so many things. <laughs> but <laughs> yes, but back to Juneteenth, you know, um, it's also known as Emancipation Day or Freedom mm-hmm. Day. Um, right. And the nation's uh, quote unquote second Independence Day. Um, so Juneteenth means different things to different people. For many, it's a time to gather with family and friends. For others, it's a time to reflect on the work that remains to be done addressing institutional racism and systemic inequalities and some of the things that we started out talking about in this podcast. Uh, You know, it's, uh, like you said, it's a, a long road that is left Uh for us to travel. I hope that in our lifetime we get to see, I mean, we are seeing um, some movement. Right. But at the same time. hmm? I was just gonna say, just the fact that this holiday exists. I mean, look how long it took for this holiday to come to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and Martin Luther King Day and, you know, so on um, with regard to celebrating things that are, quote unquote, black. Um, However, you know, we see progress and certainly we see we are better off today Mm -hmm. than our parents were and their parents were. Yes. So but it is too long. I don't understand why it has to be given out in bits and pieces. Like, that's not the way that when white people and Black people, by the mm-hmm. way, fought in the in the Revolutionary War, that's not the way that they accepted things. England didn't just release them little by little and say, okay, yeah, we're going to give you this part of the country or we're going to allow you to do this, but we're still going to tax you on that. That's mm-hmm. not the way that it was done now. But when as Black people were freed from slavery, we had a prosperous moment where uh, people moved into leadership. Um, There were a a number of Black people in the United States Senate um, and and so on. Um, Mm -hmm. But as Reconstruction came to a close and Jim Crow took over, you know, it it went back. And then, you know, we've been fighting ever since to really truly have the piece of pie that we're due. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, again, if this country is truly interested in um, reconstructing and becoming great, then these are all things that need to be brought to the table and dealt with accordingly. And until they are dealt with, and um, I put forth that question, can we actually say that we are free, not just free as Black Americans, but free as a nation? Right. Um, you know, um, but but really, you know, um, People shouldn't be so quick. I mean, it is a holiday for Black Americans to celebrate freedom. And mm-hmm. that needs to be noted. But it is also an opportunity for all freedom-loving people to celebrate this. Right. And to remember the heroes. And sheroes, because there were women yeah. involved too, and right. honor their gains and mourn their losses and learn from both. Um, right. This nation cannot be free until everyone in this nation is free. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah. you cannot call yourself a free country mm-hmm. until everyone is free. And by freedom, I mean doing away with the systemic abuses that Correct. have been levied upon uh, people of color for ever since, uh, you know, the colonizers came to this country. Right. So we, you really have to look at um how the words that we use and the words that are used to describe this country that really don't ring true, not to everyone here. Right. And simply because things have been in place for centuries doesn't mean that they belong in that place and should be exactly. kept in that place. Yep. Know? So it's, it's proper that we take our day out of each year to honor our greatest social movement, abolition, right? Which started everything. Yeah. Um, it's also proper that we remember the business that remains unfinished from the movement and to contemplate emancipation as a process, not as an event. So um, this is a very significant um, time in history and Sadly, it, as mentioned earlier, it, it was just a thing for uh, Southern Americans, Southern Black right. Americans, right. primarily, you know, and, it, and it's not until recently that us Northern Black Americans are, are, are catching wind and, and recognizing this as being um, a global celebration and remembrance and contemplated and a contemplative time of what needs to be done, mm-hmm. you know? And because there is so much unfinished business, as you mentioned to your point as well. Um, and sometimes just uh, thinking about that unfinished business can make our heads spin. Right. You know, have this question, where do we begin? But right. to your point, much of that beginning starts with getting rid of the system that was created, created to hold us down. Yeah, it's like uh, playing whack-a-mole. If you try to address one thing, then behind the scenes, there are laws quickly being put in place in order to augment something else that is detrimental mm-hmm. to, to the people of color in this country. Um, and, you know, something else being put into place to prop up that system that you just mentioned mm-hmm. uh, and to, you know, keep it in place, ever perpetuating so that, you know, it's almost impossible to escape. But, you know, one thing that I, I noticed about our government, it, no matter who's in office, and I, you know, I don't know if it's because, you know, families are threatened and, you know, it's just kind of, they move very slowly. There are no big bites taken out of the, the system that, uh, that is perpetuating this abuse. Right. So it's like, you know, there are such a, there is such a thing as an executive order, like the emancipation, emancipation proclamation was an executive order. It wasn't, um, an amendment. 
mm-hmm. or a law that was pushed through Congress. It was an executive order. So if that could be done by executive order, look how big that is. Like four million slaves in the South, about a million in the North, mm-hmm. freed by executive order. Yeah. What stops today other large things like that being done by executive order. And (laughs) we've talked offline many times and you make the point, if they wanted it to be done, it would be done. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. All the more reason to take Juneteenth as a reminder of the hell that can't, to remind us that hell can't have the last word, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. that each of us can and should rise from the dead and the dead being the place of, uh, of acceptance of how things are and right. fight to live fully and freely. Uh, moreover, that we should fight for others just as hard as we would fight for ourselves, right? And that speaks yes. to what you said. We are not free unless we are truly all free in this country, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? So when we talk about freedom and when we talk about privilege, it means nothing unless all of us are privy to it. Right. So this is the first for us in our lifetime. Yeah. To formally celebrate Juneteenth, something that we can share with our families and say, hey, we were the first to experience what happened in our lifetime. We have to make it count. Yeah. We have to make it count. Um, were you about to say something else? I didn't wanna. No, no, um, just echo uh, mm. what, you were, what you were saying. You know, yeah. um, we've had the privilege of seeing Martin Luther King's birthday celebrated as well. Yes. Um, and, you know, two major holidays coming to be, mm-hmm. you know, but appreciate it that you recognize it, but it can't be the end. Like, it can't be. yeah. The, the stuff that we talk about, even at work, DE and I, um, it, it has to be something that's worked on every day. Every it can't be. Day. You know, I'll give you a holiday here and there and be happy with that. That that doesn't work. First of all, we work too much as Americans anyway. We mm-hmm. we, <laughs> we, we down do. We do. our efficiency and progress by putting in the hours that we put in as American citizens. That's a whole other. Yeah, well, that's uh, part of the system too. But we'll we'll talk about that on another podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. But, um, you know, all of that being said, this holiday, you know, forces us and others to sit back, take a look at, you know, what what has been done, what was done to people. And I say people because I made this point earlier today. When you call, when you separate a group of people by another name, which I have two points to make here. Um, When they called us slaves, they dehumanized Mm -hmm. us because they separated us from people, from humans. 
So they're like, okay, yeah, these are slaves. So automatically we are different. Right. We, we are not people. We are not human. We are slaves and you treat them in a certain way. When, um, and to your point, uh, like we've talked about this for the last couple of years on the podcast. And when you call someone a minority, mm-hmm. yes, you know, so with the root word is minor, right? right. So <laughs> you're saying, okay, so the minorities, you know, need this, they need that. Or, you know, even if they're trying to talk about it in a positive aspect, you're definitely separating a group or groups of people from who you are saying are the majority. Correct. So when you start separating people, it makes them easier to pick out and to root out and systemically mess with them in order to keep them down. Yes. Yes. This is true. This is true. There are so many things that we need to uh, keep in mind as we move forward these days. Um, but since we're talking about Juneteenth and all the things that you brought up, um, we need to be extra mindful on the 19th of this month. Extra mindful of where we are, where we need to be, and where we'd like to go. So on that note, uh, we're coming to the end of yet another podcast. As always, um, if you enjoy or liked what you've heard, please share it with others. If you have any feedback, please reach out to us. You can do that through Spotify or Anchor. And you could also use Instagram to do so. Until next time, emancipation for all. And happy Juneteenth.